Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast, a journal kind of audio today. You might find it interesting. I hope you find it interesting. Uh, every now and again, I just like to kind of check in, let you know what I'm working on, what I'm thinking about. Hopefully some of this helps you find the best, harvest the best, and throw away the rest. But don't throw away too much. So still uh, thinking a lot. I've kind of moved out. You might be like, dude, you've been thinking for a month now. When are you going to start working? Well, I am working. Um, to give you an, av- an idea what my average day looks like work-wise, I do, I run YouTube ads that send people to the same uh, link that I give on the podcast, launchmymovement.com. And I'm very specific, and I can tell within five seconds if the person that shows up on a Zoom call is going to be a good fit or not, because I know exactly who that avatar is that I'm searching for. You know, that 39 to 64-year-old male, female, they've lived life a little bit. Uh, and by that, I mean they've owned a home, they've had cars, they've probably had kids, they've been bankrupt, maybe not, maybe divorced, maybe not, go overcome an addiction. You know what I mean? Adversity. Life has hit them, and they've gone through some struggles, and they've gained some wisdom. Can't gain wisdom unless you fail. You know, you're never failing. You're either winning or learning. So they've learned a lot, and they want to share that with an audience. They don't care if it's five people, 5,000, or 5 million. They just don't want to go to their grave with this wisdom inside of them. So when we got on a Zoom call, I chat with them about, you know, if I think it's a good idea, I tell them. I'm very honest. Some people say, you know what, I don't, it's not interesting. You know, you're not, you're not playing full out. You're not being authentic. You're just not, because I know you've got to be more interesting than that. Everybody's got an interesting side to them. Why hold back? You know, a lot of people are worried about being judged and they've never spoken before and who's going to listen and all that. So that's what I do on Zoom calls. All right. I really truly intensely try to help people. And then I ask them to join, you know, our coaching program, whether it's for 30 days or 90 days, you get the full platinum experience in 90 days, deep dive, one-on-one coaching, group mastermind, all that good stuff. 30 days, we'll get your podcast up and running, still get uh, the one-on-one coaching. I want to strategize with you. It just depends on where they are. So anyway, that's what an average day looks like with me. I spend uh, a good amount of time on Zoom, qualifying people, vetting people for our coaching program. But my day begins sitting in the dark. Wow, didn't it? Uh, I wake up and I sit in the dark and I have a cup of black coffee. And I talk to God and I think and I just think about my day. What do I got coming up that day? I think about the kids and my wife and the family. And I'm always really grateful. I'm always grateful in the morning. And I'm being, look, I'm being, I don't feel that same sense of gratitude. I'm always grateful. But I'm like in super meditative, grateful mode. When I'm in the dark by myself in the morning having a cup of coffee. Isn't that wild? I wonder why that is. Maybe somebody can tell me why that is. I'm more grateful when I'm just... Because I think I'm alone with my thoughts. And anytime you're alone with your thoughts, you get to think of how lucky you are. 
You know, I guess you'd be thinking about all the problems you got too, but I don't really think about that that much. So the day begins, then my wife comes out, she joins me, cup of coffee, we hang out, then we uh, we get our nine-year-old up, and there goes the day, because then we're off to school and kind of go our separate ways. Not true, not really. We have a cup of coffee after she comes back from dropping her off. But I go to the gym, crush a workout. I just have to do that. If I don't do that, I it, it just I know that it hasn't been done. I don't feel guilty. I just feel crappy. Like I can I can tell at four o'clock if I worked out that day at eight in the morning. Sometimes I'll go at seven a.m. It just depends. It's five degrees out now, so homie ain't getting up that early out the door. But you know, if you if you're somebody that goes to the gym, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe you're a runner. You do some sort of physical activity. You know how you feel, and it's just you. I've got to go to the gym. It puts me in such a great state. Come home, get ready. And uh, start working, you know, recording a podcast like this, like I said, jumping on Zoom calls. And then that thinking part. I spent a lot of time lately uh, just thinking about what I want to do in 2024 with the business, with the brand, with myself, with our family. We got a lot coming up. Got a daughter getting married in June, two kids going back to college in a week. And we got a lot going on, man. Life comes at you fast, doesn't it? Like really fast. I mean, I remember when all these kids are in grade school. Now I got one getting married. What? And two in college? It's crazy. And the nine-year-old in third grade. Wow. Just a lot coming at you, man. Uh, But the something I never take for granted is my freedom. That's why I ever got it started in this game in the first place was to experience the freedom. Just to be able to go to the gym, to be able to sit in the dark. (laughs) That sounds so stupid, doesn't it? Sam, you're free to do anything. But you sit in your couch in your living room in a dark room and you sip a cup of black coffee. Oh, I forgot I let my border collie out. That's so sad to say border collie singular. We lost Lucy two weeks ago today. Oh, we had two dogs for 14 years. But yeah, I left that part out, letting the dog out. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm free. And I remember when I wasn't. I remember there were there was no sitting down when I got up to go to work. I mean, it was up in the shower grab the coffee, spill it on my suit while I'm driving frantically to get to the highway before everybody else gets there to try to get to work quickly. Those are the little things that I don't think people understand. When you sign up for the job at age 22 and you go all the way to 65 or 67, giving 40-some years away to your life, it's not just the job. It's not just sitting at a desk or a cubicle or whatever it is that I would do. It's about all the other things that go into that. It's thinking about it when you're home and you should not be thinking about it. It's giving all of your energy to your direct reports at work when the direct reports at your house are getting just the leftovers. It's the traffic. It's the grind. It's eating lunch out somewhere, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's all of that stuff, man, that I don't miss it. And I'll tell you what, if my life ended today, These last 20 years that I've been on this run have been uh, unbelievable. I mean, absolutely. Not without adversity, (laughs) but, man, they have been unbelievable to kind of go into that discovery mode about what you can really do when you just say, screw it, I'm going to take a shot. And it's exhilarating. It's scary as hell, but it's uh, I'll tell you, it's it's a roller coaster ride. But that freedom, it's a drug. And once you've had it, you can't give it up. Like You can't go back to the way life used to be once you've had a taste of that freedom. Uh, what else? Alcohol. Went out to dinner last Thursday night with my beautiful bride. And by the way, my wife's birthday is tomorrow. She turns 54. 
I guess we're allowed to say the age when you're married, right? That's cool. Um, her birthday's tomorrow. Last Thursday, we went out to dinner. I had uh, bourbon, and I wasn't overserved, but I did have alcohol. And here's the thing about alcohol with me now. I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, and I can always feel it the next day. I can go to the gym, and I always do after I've had a drink the night before, but it's not the same. The workout's not the same. My head's foggy. It stays foggy throughout the day. I can't shake it. And I don't know if it was different 30 years ago. I'm thinking I could always rebound and rebound faster and better. But here's the thing. I don't want to. Like, I know what alcohol does to me, not just when I'm drinking it, but the day after. I don't want that feeling. I feel too good the next day to give up that feeling. But I also enjoy sipping a bourbon. And I think that's where the difference is. Um, learning to sip a bourbon versus drinking a half a bottle of bourbon throughout the course of an evening. And by the way, whether it's wine, whether it's bourbon, I'm not an individual who says, I'm going to get drunk. Like, I'm going to drink alcohol to get drunk. To, that's never gone through. Like, oh, I'm going to get wasted. That's not it. No, no, no. But I could easily, easily sip bourbon watching football. And if a game started, let's say, at 4 o'clock and I watched the night game, it started at 8 o'clock and I'm watching football till midnight, that's eight hours of sipping bourbon. You can do some damage. Bottle of wine or two in that period of time. I don't like the way I feel the next day. And that is kind of like uh, the pain pleasure principle. The pleasure of drinking alcohol for whatever that does for you. I mean, again, I don't drink to get wasted. Or the pain of how you feel the next day. And when you feed your body good stuff and you exercise every day, you can tell in a New York minute what alcohol does to you. So, you know, anyway, I bring that up because it's an, oh, by the way, I've always got alcohol in the back of my mind, in the back of my mind, not the front of my mind, but I always got alcohol in the back of my mind that if I'm going to have a drink, why am I going to have it? When is too much, you know? And could it potentially destroy my family? I know that's a lot to think about. Dude, just have a beer. No, I know. I know. But alcoholism, I've seen it growing up as a kid. Didn't like it. Uh, Didn't like the individuals I was around that were drunk. Don't want to be that person that people talk about. So, yeah, I think it hits different. If you come from an alcoholic family, maybe you feel the same way. Like you've seen your parents get into a certain state when they were drunk out of their mind and the things they said or maybe did you're like I don't want to be that person like that it hits different when you grow up in that environment so you just know so I bring that up because it's kind of always in my mind you know so I try not to put myself in environments and circumstances where it could potentially lead to something bad because I've built this business up too much I've worked too hard on the brand that a DUI uh, hitting somebody on the road when I'm driving saying something stupid and offending somebody ruining a relationship ain't worth it. I've seen it. I've seen it happen a lot. I don't want to be that person. So how did we get to there from, hey, I just want to talk, because that's what's on my mind. Said I was going to share today. Those are the top things that are on my mind. Still thinking, but now I'm more implementing, uh, doing a lot of great things inside of our coaching program. If you'd like to be inside, if you'd like us to work with you on your own million-dollar message, launch your podcast, get your virtual stage built, Go ahead and reach out. Go there. Go to launchmymovement.com. Let's at least have a conversation and uh, see see if we can help you, how interesting your story is as well. I'm sure it is. Would love to hear more about it. Go to launchmymovement.com. We'll have a conversation and say it with me, gang. Come on now. Have the best day ever. 
And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.